to the blind chatter podcast i'm tanner i'm here with larry larry how you been i'm doing pretty good uh getting ready for diving into the season and wrapped up some stuff last week but uh what do we got you kicked yours off early but uh for everybody else that's on the western side of the state we've got what four days now four days and counting yeah yeah we did kick ours off a little early and it was really early because we got over there on wednesday so we got over there wednesday and then we had two days of like hanging out, shooting the shit, not really doing a lot. Um, you know, those fires that were over there, we didn't really, we we're going to go all the way up to the top of the viewpoint to look down at the, you can see the whole marsh from the, the top viewpoint up at the, I think it's a lookout. Um, but they were saying the fire, the road was closed up there like halfway and like, that's a road that if the road's closed halfway up, you don't want to have to turn around and go back down it so i just drove down the highway and um i was really just looking for water mm-hmm. um but, but yeah it was uh it was a trip i'll tell you that much um woke up at i don't know i think i got up at three o'clock on saturday morning woke up stoked the fire a little bit put my my waiter pants on and my i didn't even but take you, my romeos you didn't sleep in your waiter pants no oh okay no i was like i hate sleeping in especially over there because like i feel like when i sleep in my pants i get like warm and then when i go outside i'm like less warm i don't know it doesn't make yeah. any sense to me yeah. but that's just the way i am gotcha but yeah i put the waiter pants on and had to wear my cowboy boots and i didn't take romeos or anything dude i looked like a clown <laughs> i had a i had a kid's bike my full size my full size bike my you my, straight my, up had a huffy huh my rims were bent so i was like i don't know if i really want to use that one my brakes were the cables were out of the handles the like brake pedals on the yeah. handlebars yeah. so i don't have any brakes uh the chain was rusted so much that it was slipping off of the sprockets so i like hit my brother up on tuesday and i was like dude i need a bike really bad i'm like do you have one i could borrow that's like not in the best shape and he's like yeah you can just take you know you can take my kid's bike and i was like all right, you know, whatever works. But had a little tow behind cart I hooked up to the seat with a bunch of tie wire. And uh, that's where it all went downhill. All four, right. o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, the gate opened and I was off like a herd of turtles down the dike. And uh, the, I'd hit the rocks and the, it was a big square handle on the, that was hooked around my seat. And it would slide left and right. And then when it would slide, the crossbar would come over and grab the tire and it would just like stop me. <laughs> so I made it like 300 yards out of camp. And finally I like got off the bike. I was just pissed. Like, mm-hmm. cause then we're going, we went all the way out to the end, which if you've never been to summer Lake from the gate to the end of the dike at windbreak is, I think it's roughly like 2.2 miles. So I wanted to ride it, but I got the pleasure of walking it in cowboy boots. Oh, Got all the way out there. Took me, uh, probably only took me like 15 minutes longer. 
Um, but in the dark, I mean, it's like forever. Mm -hmm. You never feel like you're going to get there. Right. Finally got out there. And, uh, luckily my buddy, um, he made it out there. He was one of the first ones out to the end. Um, so he got out to the edge and started making his push out in the marsh. Um, kind of locked down a nice little spot for us. And I showed up, put my waders on, grabbed my goose floaters and my stool, my gun, and headed out in the marsh and got all set up. Got set up about six o'clock. So we had about 45 minutes till we could shoot. So we were kind of just hanging out and, uh, man, it was wild. A uh, bunch of guys must have got out and they must have kicked up the snows from their roost. Um, and it was it got super super light really early over there this year because it was so clear um but i got a video on my phone of snow geese i mean groups of 50 60 literally landing in our decoys before shooting light. like i could have i could have stuck my gun up and whacked them when they're coming over the top of the toolies i mean it was it was amazing that's um, awesome well it turns out we had uh we got checked by odfw out there mm-hmm. this dude i he this guy is like built different than anybody else I've ever met in my life. We're out in the middle of the marsh and this guy comes walking up out of nowhere. Like he walked through the marsh out to us and he comes up to me and goes, Hey guys, ODFW, how you doing? I go, where did you come from? Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you mean? I go, how did you get out here? I go, I didn't see you come from the dike. He goes, no, I walked through the marsh. I'm like, you walked through the marsh. He's like, yeah, I went out, uh, about a mile out from camp and headed out in the marsh. And I just make my way up this side of the dike. I'm like, dude, I walked on the dike this morning and I'm miserable. I go, you, you must be in fantastic shape. Mm-hmm. But he was telling us uh, that where we set up at was actually where the snows had been sitting the last two days. Okay. They were feeding in there in this patch. Um, and I was like, well, I guess what are the odds of setting up right where they're at? You know? Um, right. But yeah, it was fun. I mean, we had, we had a great time. Um, the ducks were, it was weird. The ducks weren't really, they weren't really super cooperative this year. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with, they closed down um, the one side of the other dike for like a refuge area for this year. Um, I think a lot of ducks ended up getting stuck in there and they held in there pretty well. Um, but we ended up shooting, we shot five snows a piece, a speck a piece, and we shot five ducks. So, we ended up with, I don't know, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, really good. Pretty, pretty good morning. Um, landed some snows. That was cool. Didn't have any snow decoys out. Don't have a snow call. I just grabbed my cackler call and I was like, just kind of squeaking at him. Right. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> yeah, I asked my buddy, does that, does that sound good? Like, it, do they like it? And he's like, I, I don't know what they, you know, they kind of just murmur. I don't really know what they sound like. I'm just yelling at him and screaming at him. And they, we ended up shooting. I think we shot three or four that were wing set feet down. Like they were ready to land. So that was awesome. pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, landed, had some specs come down that were, they were just super young birds, but they flew around us for probably like five minutes and just, they just made circle after circle about 15 feet off the ground. And, and, uh, you know, we already had our specs, but it was fun to, to toy with them and, and watch them work. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had an next, another group of our other, guys from camp um and i think they did one guy shot his limited ducks um and they shot i think they shot four snows five snows um 
but it was tough. You know, I went over there thinking, you know, I was only going to shoot mallards because I had heard there's a bunch of mature mallards out there. And I was like, all right, perfect. Maybe this is the year I get my band. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended the day with a ring neck. That was a nice bonus bird that I didn't want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping it was like a, like a really young redhead, but it was a ring neck. Um, so I got a ring neck, uh, spoony hen, and three widgeon. All right. So it was a lot like a valley hunt. Mm-hmm. So that was a real kind of chink in my armor for the day. But other than the snows. Other than the snows, yeah. You know, that's why I on my Instagram post, you know, I was like, if it wasn't for the snows, I mean, it would have just been another another hunt but the snows i mean tell you what man they showed up about ten thousand strong and and they definitely made a presence there i mean there wasn't there wasn't many people that were walking back in that didn't have a handful of snows really there was a group of guys over there that shot 107 snows oh <laughs> wow we passed him my wife and i went out for an afternoon hunt uh i passed him i go hey how'd you guys do this one he goes yeah did all right we shot like 22 ducks and i go oh that's it and he goes yeah he goes we got 107 snows though and i'm like you got a you got a what he's like yeah we shot like 107 snows like how'd you shoot 100 and i go how heavy was that he goes oh it sucked we'll never do it again he's like we should have stopped at like 45 right right so but yeah it was fun um you know another year i didn't go out on sunday i woke up woke up to go and got outside the trailer and took a nice deep breath and said nope no, nope. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to bed. Mm-hmm. So, it was fun. Awesome. Sounds like a really good time. Yeah, got some. Now I got some fresh meat to make some jerky with for opener over here. Mm-hmm. I know that's that's coming up. You've been thinking about that a little bit. How was your mule deer hunt? It was good. We had a party of four and ended up with uh, two nice bucks uh, opening day. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't one of them, but. I didn't go over with any expectations. I was the guest of a guest. So my whole thing was just getting out of the valley and going over there, hanging out and seeing some new country and meeting some new people. And uh, it was a successful time for me. So I enjoyed myself. Um, now, were you guys deep east or were you guys more like central? I, I would say more east. More east? Yeah, gotcha. more east. Gotcha. Um, so really good time. Uh you know, opening morning obviously was uh, a, a shoot, but then uh, really not a lot of deer activity uh, through the weekend. Uh, we ended up coming home, I think, on Wednesday, but uh, the cold front was coming in and a little bit of rain. Uh, temperatures went from probably mid-40s at night to low-30s, uh, but uh, most of the party had to get home and cut the trip short, so... Uh, yeah. That's how it goes. And but yeah, it got I, cold over there too. I mean, it was yeah. like there's one night I think it got down to like 27. Yeah, it did not get that cold over the weekend for us. I mean, it was it was it was hot. Um, you know, we we were waking up early, you know, four o'clock or whatever, and basically doing our walk into our spots. And it was funny the you know, new country, anytime that you're in new country, you look at it the day before and you know, you're kind of getting an idea. The guys are telling you, all right, you know, you're going to post up here, do this, blah, 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 blah. And you're looking at it going, okay. That first morning we get down in there and we're hunting, you know, this mile by a mile area. And um, we had walked, I don't know, two or three miles in there, but I have this ridge line that I'm going to be kind of covering. And I get up, we get to the bottom of the ravine, this canyon, 
And the guy goes, I'm going to go this way and go up over blah, 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 blah. He goes, just get up on top of this thing. He goes, you can follow me. And I'm sitting there, it's dark, you know, stars are out and I got my headlamp on and I'm like, I'm not going to go around all of this. I'm just going to go straight up this thing. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it took me about three catch my breath breaks going up that thing. Right. <laughs> And I get I get up there, and you know, holy smokes! Uh, You're going up that thing like think skinny, think it, skinny. It was, it was super think skinny, <laughs> and just did I bring enough water and all this other stuff? And you know, I, I I get to the top of this thing, and it wasn't it was up there, but it wasn't that bad. It was bad, but not that bad. But I I, I get up there and post up, find my little spot, and you know. We were around elk and deer, and again, those two guys got a couple that first morning, and then things kind of dried out, and we started seeing deer again later in the week. Um, but no, uh, no, no bueno for me. So that's all right. Had a really good time and got home. Kind of took Thursday and Friday as just me time. Kind of took my time unpacking everything and took the rest of the week off because it was scheduled, and then. Uh, shoot. Let's see. Saturday. Dude, that fly is going to get you. I think I've been, gonna... I've been watching you swing that thing for like, <laughs> needed to get my freaking uh... my, uh, nunchucks out or not my nunchucks, my, uh, come on. Where are they Chopsticks. Called? Chopsticks. There you go. Um, so, and then Saturday, uh, what did I do Saturday? Oh, Friday. I started pumping a pond, helped a buddy set a pump and start flooding and uh went down checked out my pond and got some things going there not not a whole lot i figure i probably won't start pumping it for another week or two i got to do all that on saturday sounds like a blast i gotta do blind work i gotta lay out lines and all yeah. that and so yeah i don't think i'm gonna be getting out this weekend either really um and uh then uh, oh i ended up putting my blind on my boat so all that Oh, nice. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, did part of that yesterday morning and then ended up yesterday deciding to go have a bunch of beers with a buddy. So that ended up getting stopped and finished it up this afternoon. So there you go. That's all done. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I'm excited to hunt out of it. I ordered a uh, dog ramp for it. So that'll be here later in the week. Um, I don't, we'll, we'll see how that, all that works out. So I'd like to try to get all of that going and at least do a hunt on a body of water sooner than later, just because, you know, I've always hunted out of 12 or 14 foot little John boats that, you know, it's, it's a shit show no matter what. And yeah. with, with this little bit bigger boat, more stable, uh, obviously with a dog, um, I, I do want to get that out preferably before the middle of November, just one time and, and see, and get everything, get all the kinks worked out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good point. You know, especially you get a dog involved in everything. Yeah. November starts getting a little bit colder. Water starts getting a little bit higher. I think it's a little bit quicker. So, yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So ponds are getting filled and there are a few birds around. Um, It'll be interesting with all the ponds filling up over the course of the next week or so, at least in this area that we hunt a lot that, you know, yeah. 
how many birds are gonna now stop? You know, I think that we do, I actually think that there's quite a few more birds here than I saw last year, the year before. There is, and everybody's talking about how there's not because of how dry we've been. And I'm like, I don't know where you guys have been, but there's a there's a ton of birds around. There's a yeah, I mean, I'm seeing big groups of cacklers already. Um, I'm seeing groups of snows. Oh yeah, I saw a group of snow snows when we were goose hunting in September. Yeah, there's. I saw. Right. I had a friend send me some pictures of groups of snows. Feet on the ground. Like, Feet on, or were they in the no, air? they were they're flying. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell there's snows though. I mean, mm-hmm. in the picture, he sent me those like live photos. Where you can kind of click on them and hold yep. them. Um, you know, you could watch me see the black wing tips and. Yep. I was like, dude. I, yeah. Is it gonna be one of those years? So I don't know. I'm convinced I... in the next ten years, the Pacific Flyway, specifically the Mid Valley of Oregon, is going to be home to a ton of snows. You know, I I I thought that even ten years ago right yeah i think i feel like snows are a lot like technology we're like you know if you look back at like back to the future they're thinking we're going to be right time traveling you know right. we're like, yeah, we're gonna have snows. yeah right now right. we're sitting 10 years later from when you thought it so you know just based off of how many cacklers that we have here i i wonder what type of a competition that that would be i almost wonder if the snow showed up if they'd push them out i wonder but why haven't the only thing i can think of why aren't they here already and i go to you know we don't have a lot of grain in the valley it's all it's all grass yep and i don't know if that's part of it i don't know if it's the cacklers i don't know if it's just a matter of time i'm not really sure yeah i don't i don't know i mean you'd think even with all the cornfields we've got i mean you'd think you'd get some i mean i don't i don't know yeah i just think the i think the the valley and and kind of the whole the whole I-5 corridor as a whole through Oregon is kind of a, they pass by it. They don't really mm-hmm. need to stop, but then mm-hmm. they get to Klamath and they're like, this is it. This is, this is the spot. Yep. So I know that I heard that there was about 30,000 mm-hmm. in Klamath Falls this weekend. Really? From, yeah. From buddy down there. Um, I don't know if they were or not. I don't know if he's yanking on my chain, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. It could be an interesting year. I mean, yeah, I'd, love I to have, I'd love to have a few more snows. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have the the issues that they have in the Midwest. Right. I think it'd be fun to have, you know, <clears> every <throat> few hunts you can go out and you can shoot a couple, three snows and sure. have fun with it before. I it just feel that it's either issue. all or none with them fucking things, though. It is. You They're know? like rats. Yeah, they like, are. It's just, uh, well, yeah, over in, over in Summer Lake, they up the the daily limit to 20. Right. I'm like, what am I going to do with 20 of these things, man? Like, I I'm know. sure as hell I'm not going to carry them back three miles. Yeah, yeah. no, that's it. That's like the guys that went all the way out. They went, we had, I saw one guy's tracker from Onyx. He went 8.1 miles round trip for ducks. I'm like, you kidding me? He's like, yeah, I didn't even work this hard for my elk. Well, no shit. I'm like, well, yeah, no kidding, dude. Like, I'm going to continue <laughs> doing what I'm, I'm going to buy a marsh rat instead. Right. I'm going to take that 8.1 miles. And I'm going to buy a marsh rat and I'm going to go 250 yards and I'm just going to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. My feet mm-hmm. hurt so bad. Oh, running around in the... your cowboy boots. Oh my God, man. Make sure walked... you need to make sure you take your stilettos. I <laughs> probably would have felt better. I walked like I walked. So it's like two and a half, two and a half. And then like a quarter mile out the other side of the dike. So I'm like 
two and three quarters. We'll just call it two and a half. So two and a half out, two and a half back is five. Went out with my wife uh, in the afternoon and we walked out about a mile. Okay. So I round tripped almost. I was so over by the time I got back. My feet, the, the rocks out there. I mean, you know, it's just like big round, like river rock. Like they don't even have three quarter on the dike. Mm-hmm. So it's just super uneven. And then walking out in the dark makes everything worse. Right. So, yeah, I got back to camp and I woke up the next day and I like stepped out of the trailer and I just about almost fell. And they're mm-hmm. still sore today. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they're just getting better, especially my heels. So, yeah, I need to get some of those like old school Nike pumps. Right. Hell yeah. Pump some air in the bottom or something. Yeah. Go out there with some shacks even. Well, it was, either my, pumps. it was either my feet were going to hurt or my ass was going to hurt from the bike seat. So I'd rather my feet hurt personally. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Maybe you should get a couple of donkeys. Well, that's what we said. We go, do you think they allow horses out right. here? Like, could I like literally cowboy up and mm-hmm. yeehaw my way out to the end of the dike or? No, just go get you a couple pet alligators. Ride their backs out in the water. God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe one year. Maybe one year I'll get one of those. I don't even know if you can have the electric bikes out there. Hmm, I don't I would, think you I can. Would, you don't think so? I don't think so. It I, might some be, guys did. Yeah, I'm sure they did. But I don't know if you can. I'd get one of those like old old school uh, mopeds that had like the little two-stroke on it that you got it up to about you 10 miles. definitely hour. can't have one of those out oh, there. Oh, man, those things are pimping. Well, what I said would be a good idea, I said it would be a great idea for ODFW to do like a lottery right mm-hmm. where they pick three people mm-hmm. right it's like you pay 10 bucks to get into it yeah and they pick three people and you're allowed to to drive out there mm-hmm. the day before and you can set your bags or whatever on the edge of the dike mm-hmm. you can't go off the dike mm-hmm. but you can drive the dike out and you can set your bags down so you don't have to carry them out the morning because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <sighs> Dude, it was so like. What about even if they set up something that it was a you know a side by side with a couple trailers and they charged? Oh yeah, I mean that'd be. I mean they would make money off of it. They'd make a lot of money off of me, <laughs> right? If they said, "I'll take you where you want to go," yeah, for fifty bucks, right? Here you go, take my money. I'd be, I'd have fifty less dollars in my checking account, right? And so, and you wouldn't have sore feet. I wouldn't have sore feet, right? And I'd probably make a new friend from ODFW. You would. At least one or two. I don't think they like me that much, though. Oh, that's too bad. They specifically wanted people to leave the coots alone. And I said, well, then you shouldn't have banded 3,000 of them a couple years ago, because I know they're still here. <laughs> so, yeah, well, uh, uh, maybe next year I'll make a friend. Uh, yeah, friends are important. Yeah. Friends are important. So, no, I'm going to get ready for the weekend and uh, mm, pump another pond tomorrow. Um, blind out some stuff on Friday. Try to shoot some. I'm gonna try to shoot ducks Saturday and Sunday. So this of opener or next weekend? This opener. What? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah, I'm gonna try. So we we will see. Um, see what happens. But um, I don't feel too bad for missing the opener over here because I, I never wouldn't. really get it. Like no. I never do it. I, I just, yeah. I'm like, I don't have water anywhere. This is the first year I'd actually, if I had stepped my game up, I would have had water for this mm-hmm. year um, for the opening weekend, but nah, it's just, 
I was, I mean, yeah, I was like, you can no, skip two weekends in or in Western Oregon if you want to. I, yeah, I could not hunt until November first. Right, I'd be right. Totally not. Yeah, wouldn't feel guilty about it. No, I mean, because you know, with such a stinking ass long season that we have that I love, you know, shit. What is it? One hundred seven days. Fourteen weekends. Yeah, one hundred seven days. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're gonna try to get a deer because if we can get a deer for her, my wife, then that means we can do a little more shooting yeah right mm-hmm. so but well should we just keep this one short and sweet for today and we'll tag on that uh part two from last time and give them a nice couple episodes to hear yep sounds good okay yep sounds good to me um what's that what's what do you got hanging back there that red oh. is that a oh boy that's a classic, man. That is a classic. That for is people old... that can't for people that can't see it, obviously, because this is a podcast. It's a Winchester Super X2 shotgun hat. Yeah, it looks like it has been through the trenches. It has. It's a classic. I still have this. I still have the Super X2. And guess what else I still have? I don't know. Tell me. A leather jacket that says Super X2 on the back of it. That's nice. almost as that's almost as cool as like a 2001 Jeff Gordon Championship NASCAR. No, jacket. not almost. It is cooler. <laughs> Seriously. So I want to say, man, this is probably late 90s. Um, I saved up my money. Uh, I think it was the Super Black Eagle had been out for a little while, and I didn't have a thousand bucks because that's how much those were. Yeah. I could get the Super Black Eagle 2 for $5.99, and you'd get it for $5.99. <laughs> there was a mail-in rebate card thingy. You send that to Winchester, and they sent you a leather coat of your size, big bomber leather coat. Yeah. And the the uh, Super X2 wasn't, like, stenciled. It was actually pressed into the leather, so you really couldn't see it. Yeah. Okay? And the hat. So I got the hat, the leather coat, and a shotgun for 600 bucks. I ran that shotgun for 20 years until she was done and she was done at probably 18, but I kept pushing it. And then I bought that, uh, Beretta a 400. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. I have a, uh, I have a Benelli Nova I bought from a pawn shop in Albany. Perfect. Uh, after my 870 exploded on me, I blew the, I don't know, the safety mechanism for the, to make sure the bolts closed on it. They didn't like malfunctioned. And I shot before the bolt was closed all the way <clears throat> and it blew the extractor claw mm-hmm. and the spring and it pushed the bolt out of the groove for the ejection for the shell to eject from. Yeah. And it like boated out. Yeah. That was really cool. Declan was with me. I've almost <laughs> killed him like three times hunting together with things that go boom. Like let's do it. Was that bad shell or after your boat ride? This was before okay so he was paying you back because i used the nova to break ice like two weeks after that with him in the boat but yeah i had that i love about those old guns like that i had those i had a bad shell one time that when i pulled the trigger it just went (laughs) nothing nothing it just was like dust and it blew into his face and 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 i was just like dude this is like i'm so and it was the same gun same gun and it was after it had or it was before it had done that Mm -hmm. and um then I had, God, what else happened? I think that was, maybe it was, maybe it was just the two, but I have that old school Benelli and then I bought a Franke from a different pawn shop for 
350 bucks. But now the butt plate, the butt stock is coming loose from the bolt. And one of the screws that screws the butt stock or the recoil pad into the butt stock is completely stripped. So I can't get it out. So I can't tighten it up. Can you take the other one out? Yeah, but I can't pivot it because it's an angled recoil pad. So I'm, yeah, I'm hosed on that one. Mm -hmm. But no, I I had an old Winchester Model 12. That was my first shotgun. And, you know, I'm sure you shouldn't shoot steel shot out of it, but that's what I had. And that was what I shot my first duck with. And then I bought a, the old Mossberg 835, three and a half. I think that gun weighs like 13 pounds. I'm not sure. It's just a bruiser. But yes, I, I mean, I've used that thing as a shovel icebreaker boat paddle i was gonna say that nova i've got i mean it has been through the ringer i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i've used it as an icebreaker uh something to hold myself up on Mm -hmm. i've used it to if i can't catch a bird i'll just get within a shotgun range and i'll grab it by the barrel and i'll swing it like a seven iron Mm -hmm. and i mean it stops them then i can grab in my hand Mm -hmm. Um, absolutely yeah, I've used it as a brace. I've used mm-hmm. it, yeah, as an oar. I mean, it's they're great. I mean, they they're are. indestructible. They I'm gonna are. keep this gun as long as I can, and hopefully, when I have a kid, I can be like, "Hey, this is yours." Right. And it's Probably. just gonna look completely tatered. The 835, I blew the extractor uh, off of it, and it's all in a box. And I just, I've been too lazy to ever order a new one from Burrell uh, or Brownell or whoever they are. Um, but yeah, those old pumps, those old clunker. I did see one of the clunks. new. I did see one of the new uh, Wicked Wings. Yep. A5s to uh-huh. uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yep. Talk about a pretty gun. Mm-hmm. This guy, we're out here talking, and he's one of the new guys at our camp, and he goes, "Hey, can I show you my shotgun." And I go, "No." And he goes, "Yeah, hey, look at this thing." He pulls this thing out, and it's like pristine. Was it all camo? It's uh, so it's they got the the camo forearm, the forehand, the stock. And then the metal is all like a Cerakote. gold flake, yeah, gold flake okay. Cerakote. Mm-hmm. And then within the Cerakote is where it's not even like engraved. It's like it's, it's is like it, it, laser. It almost looks like he, yeah, like he, it almost looked like he had Cerakoted over the top of it. Okay. But he said that's how it's supposed to look, and it was awesome. But yeah. he never shoots it. He's like, yeah, nah. I just bought it. It's a cool gun. No, nah, I want one. Yeah, maybe one day. I just haven't had any problems with my. Beretta zero and I'll have a hard time going away from it. I did buy a super black Eagle two in between there. And, um, but I haven't had any problems with mine and feel that my dad won a left hand or, uh, sorry, he won a DU super black Eagle two, um, from a DU event, mm-hmm. bought one, goose one band t- or something. Yeah, one, yeah. I think it was a goose band in Albany. He bought one and he won it on it. Nice. And he's left-handed. So oh, he was like, perfect. yeah, he's like, uh, well, no, not really, because it shoots the shell across his face. It wasn't a left-handed. Oh, it's not, it's not left-handed. No, 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 no. Gotcha. Did I say that? I, I thought so. I think but, I did, too. Yeah. I'm just okay. retarded. That um, happens. So. All right, man. Well, I got to get some dinner. Sounds like a plan to me. Sorry for leaving you guys kind of shorthanded today, or not shorthanded, I guess. Short, uh, short-episoded, but... Uh, we'll have a banger coming up for the whole yes. over here. So yeah, and we'll there'll be you guys will get two episodes this week. I'll edit uh, that part two from the week prior. Get that one edited up and cleaned up, and uh, we'll push that one out. So you guys will get a couple episodes this week, and then uh, try to push one out this upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. Get one done then. Um, 
and then we're we're off to the races, man. We're off to the races. The race to the end of January for duck season and a race till March 12th for goose. Mm-hmm. So we've got a long season ahead of us. I'm sure there's going to be some cool stories and there's some stuff that's coming down the chute mm-hmm. that we're hoping works out. Could be really cool. Um, definitely keep you guys updated on that and um, keep your eyes open for a giveaway coming up, hopefully. Sounds like a good deal to me. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess till next time, Larry. Peace. Thanks, guys. Catch you later. (laughs) Later.